What a difference a pandemic makes. Two years ago, Connecticut Governor Lendermont couldn't pass his signature policies. Now he's scored some big wins. Adult recreational use of pot is the law. The General Assembly approved a highway use tax for large trucks and a state budget with a built-in surplus thanks to stimulus funds from the feds. We had a budget that was passed on time, in balance, without tax increases, with strong, strong bipartisan support. The Democratic governor appears to be on a roll. I'm Ebong Udama, WSHU senior political reporter. I try to make sense of local and national policy by talking to the people who are directly involved. Coming up on Capitol Avenue, Governor Ned Lamont scores legislative victories the second time around. But first, this podcast is made possible by you. Contribute today online at WSHU.org and tell them you heard this message on Capitol Avenue. And thank you. Lamont says he's proudest that he had bipartisan support for the state's new two-year budget, which was helped by increased surplus revenues and billions of dollars in federal COVID-19 aid. It's balanced, it's on time, it's bipartisan, it doesn't raise taxes and cuts taxes for working families. That's a pretty good start. He says the extra money means Connecticut can increase its rainy day fund and pay down unfunded pension obligations. This year we're paying off about, what is it, $1.3 billion. You know, that saves future governors about $100 million a year. That's what that annual savings is going to mean to the state. And when they didn't make the contributions, that went in the other direction. So we got a long way to go. I'm not, um, you know, overstating that, but it's a start. Lamont spoke just before he signed the budget into law. Lieutenant Governor Susan Bysowitz highlights some of the provisions in the expansive $46 billion two-year plan. We're providing 40,000 more people with access to health care. And we are investing record amounts in addressing mental health and combating opioid addiction. Martin Looney is a Democratic Senate president. He says the budget increases state funding to cities and towns for the first time in 10 years. That's because the state has been struggling to recover from the Great Recession. This is uh, transformative, I think, in terms of municipal aid uh, and also builds equity into the formula in a way that had not previously existed because in the past, uh, a town got the same level of reimbursement under pilot, regardless of what its fiscal situation was for pilot-eligible property. He says that means more money would go to the state's largest cities that have more needs and a shrinking tax base. Vincent Candelora is the House Minority Leader. He says Lamont won Republican support after he held the line on new wealth taxes proposed by progressive Democrats who wanted to use the money to expand social programs. Not just the taxes on the rich, but we want to make sure the the taxes on our middle class communities came out as well. Uh, When that happened, it made it... uh, a much easier decision to support it. But Lamont failed to win Republican support for his push to have Connecticut join a multi-state transportation and climate initiative. But Democrats were able to get the governor's highway use tax for large trucks passed. Calderon says he's certain that law would be challenged in court. I'm not sure that truck tax is ever going to be able to be collected. 
Democratic Representative Geraldo Reyes is the chair of the Black and Puerto Rican Caucus. He says his members are pleased that the governor supported a wide range of social equity programs, including a clean slate for ex-offenders. To me, the equity pieces that are in this budget is reflective of good work, good groundwork, that everybody was listening. And, you know, it isn't perfect, but we're getting there, and it's a start. Hi, I'm Davis Donovan, host of the WSHU podcast, Off the Path. I explore all kinds of hidden nooks and crannies and fascinating history on the road from New York to Boston. You can find me on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can find Off the Path from New York to Boston on WSHU Public Radio. Carol Platt LeBeau is with the Yankee Institute, a conservative Connecticut think tank that has been critical of Lamont's push to have Connecticut join the multi-state transportation and climate infrastructure plan. She believes Lamont's legislative record is mixed. Although he certainly deserves credit for standing up to the left wing of his party, which was demanding sizable tax increases on Connecticut's people. Um, He was pressing for ideas like the Transportation Climate Initiative, TCI, which was little more than another gas tax on the people of Connecticut who are already struggling with widespread unemployment and uh, a lot of economic problems that are both of long duration, and also coming out of the pandemic. Cal, but you know, lawmakers did not take up Lamont's TCI plan. They did pass a truck-only highway user fee, which the Democrats were able to get approved in the final hours of the legislative session, which is expected to generate about $90 million a year. Isn't that a good way to raise money for much-needed road repairs? Unfortunately, the the truck tax Um, is going to make everything we buy here in Connecticut that's shipped over the roads more expensive. Um, It's being sold as a tax only on trucks, but it's actually a tax on everyone who buys anything that is transported by truck. How so? Because, Because that tax is going to end up being passed along to the consumers. Carol, what about the fact that Lamont was able to finally get the leg- legalization of recreational use of marijuana passed in Connecticut? Uh, supporters say that could generate up to $100 million a year for the state. Um, well, it'll be interesting to see how it's actually uh, implemented. And um, it's unfortunate that Connecticut is in many ways, pinning its hopes of economic recovery on legalizing um, drugs. Lamont does say Connecticut has learned from the experience of, uh, of, of the other states that have legalized pot, especially in trying to provide equity and, and, and social justice for communities affected by the war on drugs. Uh, what about taxes? Uh, is is Lamont correct to claim that he's held the line on taxes? Well, as as I mentioned, it's to Governor Lamont's credit that he stood firm against the far left wing of his own party, a very vocal group calling for uh, really radical and far-reaching taxes on 
just about anything uh, you can think of in Connecticut. Uh, that's very much to Governor Lamont's credit. So how did Connecticut Governor Lamont do in his second legislative agenda? If you ask the head of a conservative think tank... Governor Lamont's record is decidedly mixed. If you ask Democratic legislative leaders, Lamont's second budget has the state on the right track. This is a historic and transformative budget, I believe, that we have passed. If you ask the governor, he'll take the win. This is for the first time in history. We're actually beginning to pay down the mortgage. This is Capitol Avenue from WSHU Public Radio. Making sense of local and national policy by talking to the people who are directly involved. Spread the word by rating Capitol Avenue on your podcasting app. The more informed listeners in our community, the better. This episode was produced by J.D. Allen. WSHU's web editor is Dave Eisenstatter. Anne Lopez is WSHU's senior producer. Terry Sheridan is WSHU's news director. And Tom Kuzer is WSHU's program director. I'm Ebong Udama. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Thank you.